Hey, this is Doc Washburn. No matter how much you hate the FBI and DOJ, it's not enough. Make sure you stick around for the end of the show and our Red River Auto tweet of the day. You're not going to believe what they're doing now. Okay, um, the, the title of today's episode is What They Let Me Get Away With When I Got Back on the Radio. Something like that, right? What I did when they let me back on the radio? Yeah, that sounds better. So here's what happened. A friend of mine named Colonel Conrad Reynolds does a Monday night show from 6 to 7 p.m. Central on a radio station owned by Salem Media out of Dallas. Their local radio station in Little Rock called 101.1 The Answer. And he mostly talks about um, voter issues electoral integrity, trying to get rid of the voting machines and and go to paper ballots and that sort of thing. So he was going to be out of town, out of state for three Monday nights in a row, and he asked if I would be willing to fill in for him. I said, sure, be happy to. I guess it's kind of like riding a bike. You don't forget how to do it. So I was back on the radio for three Monday nights in a row, uh, and everybody said it went rather well. Wound up talking about more than just voter integrity issues, though. I ran a couple of things by him, and he ran a couple of things by me before I did the shows, especially the third show, which was uh, Monday, uh, the the Monday at the start of this particular week as we record this podcast. Anyway, so I had a lot of fun with it, and I thought. You know, there's so many people that listen to the podcast from outside Arkansas, and certainly outside of Little Rock, Arkansas, that I want to share with you what I did and how it went. So it, it well, and plus I, I dealt with some issues that I really need to let you in on. Okay? So here's how it went. 101.1 The Answer. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Colonel Conrad Reynolds on his program called The Colonel of Truth. The FBI director says there are more and more red flags going off now than before 9-11. He says it's not a matter of if we get hit, but when we get hit. But unfortunately, the FBI's advice when we do get hit We'll get more Americans killed. And we will get to that. But I must begin the program by sharing with you a recent letter to the editor printed in a newspaper in Saline County, Arkansas, from State Senator Kim Hammer. And it goes something like this. He says, There's a movement to take Saline County voting away from our current secure voting system to a total paper ballot system. In Saline County, let alone the rest of the state, there is no evidence to show just cause for such a move. This was recently affirmed when hand-counted audits of 45,588 votes cast in 15 counties in Arkansas revealed that all but one vote was cast and counted accurately. 
The one vote was determined to be human error. This would raise the question of why Saline County citizens would want to leave a proven system for one that would, among other things, increase the cost to Saline County by thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars that could be used for other vital services. This is not to mention increasing the demands on already overworked poll workers at our vote centers and the setback to early voting to which the majority of Saline County residents have become accustomed. The justices of the peace who make up the quorum court, now for people outside of Arkansas, that's like saying in other states the county commissioners who make up the county commission. But we call them something different here in Arkansas. The justices of the peace who make up the quorum court are the elected officials who make the decision of what system Saline County citizens will use to vote. Our incumbents of the quorum court have resisted the movement to take us away from our current proven election system. Now, that's not all they resisted, but I'll get to that in a moment. He says they are to be commended for resisting taking us away from a proven voting system. This may be the single most important factor to consider when you vote for Saline County Justice of the Peace, consider the following when you vote for Justice of the Peace in Saline County. Is there anything in Saline County elections that shows any elections have been stolen under our current system? If not, then why should we move away from our current system and who would it benefit to do so? Do you want to give that power to someone who would take us away from our proven system especially if it is going to take money away from other essential services of the county and change what we have become accustomed to when we vote. If there's not a problem in Saline County with the elections, then why do we need a new solution for what is not broken and it is signed Kim Hammer, State Senator, District 16? Now, did you notice in that short letter to the editor Senator Kim Hammer said we have a secure voting system, and he used the phrase proven system four times? Even though thousands of Arkansans say their votes were switched? Now, I'm going to address that momentarily. But first, I want to play you an audio clip, less than a minute long, from a previous edition of this program, The Kernel of Truth, Here is Dr. Andrew Appel, the Eugene Higgins Professor of Computer Science at Princeton University. When we start to use touchscreens to record our votes and mark our ballots, then we have to worry about whether the votes marked on our ballots by the computers are the ones that we actually indicated. Because if the votes that get marked on the paper ballots aren't the ones the voter intended, then no recount can correct that. Once it's on the paper ballot, the recount counts what's on the paper ballot. And there's the vulnerability with ballot marking devices, uh, such as the ones that you've adopted in Arkansas, that were adopted in Georgia, in parts of Pennsylvania, in Los Angeles. Arkansas is not the only place that has adopted these. There's about half a dozen states and parts of a few others. 
that are using ballot marking devices for all voters. And I think it's a bad idea. All right. Now, does that sound like a secure voting system to you? Does that sound like a proven voting system? Now, Colonel Reynolds would love to have a conversation with Senator Hammer on this. Kim Hammer is welcome to come on the show. Well, you know why he won't do it? Because Conrad Reynolds will bring up the fact that the voting machines read barcodes. And he will ask Kim Hammer how you can audit a barcode. So why do you think Senator Hammer and Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Attorney General Tim Griffin and Secretary of State John Thurston are so hell-bent on keeping the current system of voting machines that read barcodes? Can you read a barcode? I sure can't. Why do you think they are so determined to keep the voting machines that send the raw data to another state on election night of the general election and election night of the primaries through the Internet outside of Arkansas so a company called ES&S can come up with the results? Why do you think we aren't allowed to know who owns ES&S? Why do you think we're not allowed to know if any foreigners own all or part of ES&S? Why do you think we aren't allowed to look behind the curtain and find out what barcodes have to do with tabulating votes on election night of the general elections and the primaries? You know, a wise man once said, Usually when there is a question, the most reasonable answer to that question is the correct answer. So let's take a stab at this. First of all, did you know Saline County Senator Kim Hammer got a bill passed to punish counties who want transparency in voting, to punish counties who want you to know that your votes are not being stolen? Here's what the biggest newspaper in the state of Arkansas, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette out of Little Rock, said on March 1st of last year. They said the Arkansas Senate approved a bill that would establish requirements for counties removing electronic voting machines and relying on paper ballots marked and counted by hand. The Senate voted 21 to 6 to send Senate Bill 250 by Senator Kim Hammer, Republican of Benton, to the House for further consideration. Six senators voted present, and one senator didn't vote. The bill would require a county that chooses to use paper ballots in place of approved voting machines to be responsible for the cost of the paper ballots and any devices or machines required for the printing and tabulation of paper ballots. SB 250 would require each paper ballot to be compatible with the electronic vote tabulation devices selected by the Secretary of State under Arkansas Code Annotated 75301. 
During all elections in counties that use paper ballots and in which those ballots are counted by hand, the ballots would be required to first be marked using permanent ink and be run through an electronic vote tabulation device before a hand count is conducted under SB 250. In January, that's January of 2023, the, the Cleburne County Quorum Court voted to remove voting machines from elections, making it a paper ballot county. The decision means votes must be hand counted in Cleburne County. At that time, officials with the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative Incorporated said the vote was in response to a push by the leader of the group, retired U.S. Army Colonel Conrad Reynolds, for election computers to be removed from Arkansas elections. Reynolds of Conway lost bids for the Republican nomination in the 2nd Congressional District to U.S. Representative French Hill of Little Rock in May of 2022 and to Hill in 2014. What does that have to do with anything? In December, Reynolds filed a lawsuit in Pulaski County Circuit Court against Secretary of State John Thurston, the State Board of Election Commissioners, and Election Systems and Software, ESNS, aiming to prevent Arkansas from using specific voting machines in future elections. State Senator John Payton, Republican from Wilburn, Arkansas, told senators he worried that the bill will lead to more voter distrust in the elections. He's right, you know. But Senator Kim Hammer said, and I quote, some people lose twice, and they still can't accept it. Maybe I don't want to accept responsibility that I didn't run my race as good as I did. Maybe I had polls run that told me what I wanted to hear instead of what I needed to hear, unquote. Well, Kim Hammer, maybe if you had so much faith that Republican primary voters in the 2nd District actually prefer Congressman French Hill to Conrad Reynolds, you wouldn't be fighting tooth and nail against transparency in our voting system. So what is the most reasonable answer to the question of why Governor Sanders, Attorney General Tim Griffin, Secretary of State John Thurston, and good old Kim Hammer don't want transparency in our election system? Why did Kim Hammer get so worried that a number of people running for JP in Saline County who do want transparency in our voting? Why was he so worried about that that he wrote such an unprecedented, transparently false letter to the editor claiming that we have a secure voting system in Arkansas? Why does he think it's a good idea to let some mysterious company in another state read bad codes Why does he think that's a secure voting system? For that matter, why didn't he mention the other big reason a lot of these first-time office seekers are running, which is to get the porn out of the children's section of the Saline County Library? I wonder why that didn't come up. Anyway, Senator Hammer, 
Colonel Reynolds invites you to come on the Colonel of Truth radio program to discuss our so-called secure voting system. Just a warning, though. If you do come on Conrad Reynolds' show, don't be surprised if he asks you how you can possibly audit a barcode. Don't be surprised if he asks you why the raw data on election night of the general election and the primary just has to be sent out of state. Don't be surprised if he asks you who owns ESNS. Don't be surprised if he asks you who writes the code. Don't be surprised if he asks you if you can read barcode. Hey, Kim Hammer, don't be surprised if he asks you to explain what good your so-called audits do, last but not least. Don't be surprised if Conrad Reynolds asks you why you aren't concerned about the thousands of Arkansans who say their votes were switched. I think I know the answers to all of these questions. Proven system, my elbow. So, standing invitation for Saline County State Senator Kim Hammer, the guy who wants to punish your JPs, your quorum courts, for having the gall to try to bring accountability and transparency back to the voting process. Standing invitation for you to come on the Colonel of Truth show with Conrad Reynolds and for once in your life to be transparent. Jump on in, Kim. The water's warm. Okay, coming up, FBI Director Christopher Wray says there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11. He says it's not a matter of if we get hit, but when we get hit. But unfortunately, the FBI's advice, when we do get hit, will get more Americans killed. All the details coming up next. I'm Doc Washburn, filling in for Colonel Conrad Reynolds on the Colonel of Truth program right here on 101.1 The Answer. So again, this is what the radio show sounded like that I was blessed to have the opportunity to fill in on just a couple of nights ago. More coming up straight ahead on the Doc Washburn Show right here. If you've tried to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com and pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase a vehicle online if you have any questions. One of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. 
The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental U.S., RedRiverAuto.com. You'll be glad you did. I want to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, migraines? The Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, or C1, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life and migraines year-round. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and the migraines went away for good. Whatever malady you're suffering from, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They've helped so many people I know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number for your free consultation is 501-279-2009. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Click on the tab that says find a doctor near you, and I sure hope you can. You want to drop your big liberal cell phone carrier? Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, is a perfect solution. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile guarantees your coverage. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. And switching to Patriot Mobile usually only takes 15 to 20 minutes. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you shift your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. Okay, back to my fill-in at 101.1, the answer for Colonel Conrad Reynolds on his Colonel of Truth program. Before the break, we issued a standing invitation for State Senator Kim Hammer to come on Conrad Reynolds' show and discuss election integrity. Although I did not discuss this before the show with Conrad Reynolds, I'm sure we'd also be happy to have Secretary of State John Thurston, Attorney General Tim Griffin, or even Governor Sanders come on the show and talk about that very same thing. However, I'm laboring under the impression that Colonel Reynolds is not holding his breath. Hey, nobody wants to wind up looking like Papa Smurf up in this piece, okay? Okay. Moving on to the next topic. And remember, hang around for the Red River Auto tweet of the day and the latest on what the FBI and DOJ are doing. That's separate from this one. So I don't know if you know about this, but Colonel Reynolds spent 29 years in U.S. Army intelligence. So he's not just passionate about voting security. He's also very concerned about this next issue. 
Have you seen the viral video of the sheriff from Butler County, Ohio, sharing the alarming news from the FBI that we're going to get hit again right here in the USA? Okay, now first, here is FBI Director Christopher Wray speaking to the National Association of Police Chiefs a few months ago, shortly after the October 7th massacre in Israel. And he sounds very concerned. We remain committed to continue confronting those threats, both here in the United States and overseas. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. Okay, now here's the sheriff from Ohio. The beginning of his recent video, which has gone viral. Everybody's talking about it now. My name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. I just came back from the National Sheriff's Training in D.C. We were briefed by the FBI director and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs the 3300 we have a hierarchy we have a president we have a vice president president of the united states refuses to meet with the sheriffs okay that's not surprising joe biden has dementia he literally is unable to sit down and have an unscripted back and forth conversation with a group of people as he might have been able to do say 15 years ago. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or to talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. Okay, so again, he refuses also to meet with the police chiefs, not just because his policies are indefensible, but again, because he has dementia and he's incapable of having an unscripted back-and-forth conversation with a room full of people. He just, he's no longer able to do it. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. Okay, now, FBI director... Christopher Ray. he serves at the pleasure of the Biden regime. Now, ordinarily, one would say he serves at the pleasure of the president. However, unfortunately, we obviously have a president in name only. 
So Ray serves at the pleasure of whoever is pulling Biden's strings. The FBI acts almost as a kind of secret police for the regime, a Praetorian Guard, if you will. They routinely violate the civil rights of American citizens, and we're going to be talking about that now on the Red River Tweet of the Day later on the show. They couldn't care less about our wide-open southern border and how many really bad guys, thousands of young single men of fighting age, from countries that hate us, are here already waiting to attack us. So the fact that Christopher Ray is warning the nation's sheriffs that we're going to get hit can only mean one thing. He strongly believes we're going to get hit, and he's playing CYA. We were also explaining we're bombing two countries right now. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world, the way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. By the way, my research indicates the two countries we are bombing are Syria and Iraq. What could possibly go wrong, huh? Odd. I thought that Barack Obama, that is Barack Hussein Obama to you, declared the war in Iraq was over years ago. We were also told five sheriffs went to Israel five weeks after the attack. The only thing that saved the Israelis was the local police. They were outgunned, outmanned. They came over. The Palestinians said they killed, raped. The sheriffs were there. They talked to the police. The local police are what saved that country. You can't just call, even in Israel, you can't just call the military up and they're going to be there. They went house to house, raping, killing. The Israeli police, when our guys got there, the sheriffs, said they just don't hate us. They hate you guys equally. And the same people that trained them, the same people that trained people to hate us. Okay, now what no one is willing to talk about here is the source of the Islamic jihadist hatred and bloodlust for the rest of us. It comes right out of the Quran and the other Islamic so-called holy books. They learned it from the cradle. Now, until and unless we are willing to acknowledge and address this, nothing will ever change. But FBI Director Christopher Wray is never going to tell the sheriffs or the police chiefs that. A man has a pension to worry about, you know? Now, for that matter, I want to mention something I didn't have time to mention on Colonel Reynolds' Monday Night Radio show because you only have so much time. I'm reminded of what my father told me when I was a little boy about General MacArthur, General Douglas MacArthur, in the end of World War II. General MacArthur MacArthur was keenly aware that the Japanese kamikaze pilots were more than willing to conduct suicide missions because they believed 
Japanese Emperor Hirohito was God. So General MacArthur, at the end of World War II, told the emperor, look, if you don't want to be executed for war crimes, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go on Japanese nationwide radio and announce to your whole country that you're not God. And so the emperor did that. So now what does that have to do with the, the current situation with Islamic jihadists murdering something like 12 or 1300 people in one day in Israel? What does that have to do with Islamic jihadists conducting over 44,000 jihad attacks worldwide since September 11, 2001. Okay, let me answer that for you. Should Israel completely wipe out Hamas from the face of the earth? Yes. Should they eradicate any and all Palestinian so-called civilians who helped Hamas murder rape, torture, kidnap people? Yes. Is that going to solve the problem? No, because there's still going to be people who get their maniacal Jew hatred and bloodlust out of the Koran and the Islamic holy books. And until we deal with that, nothing's ever going to change. Now, you may be thinking, Doc, look, I have Muslim friends. And they're real nice people, and they wouldn't hurt a flea. Well, that's great. I get along great with Muslims like that myself. It's just that I never know who is secretly waiting to take advantage of me because they actually believe what the Koran says about killing infidels. And I know they see me as an infidel, so that's a problem. The FBI director said when 9 11 hit, there's more red flags now than then. And he said, These are people that want to kill us and do harm to us. Now, so you're wondering, I want everybody to know what I know. I can't tell you everything, but I want the public to know that we are in a terrible way right now. The United States, we're on the defense. You can't be just defense and not have an offense. We have no offense. We're just defense. We're absorbing these attacks. We're in other countries. We're supplying them with weapons. We're supplying them with our treasure, our money, and we're not doing much back home. Okay, here the sheriff repeats the FBI director's warning that we may be in for another 9-11 style attack. So obviously, this is weighing heavy on his mind and for good reason. With that in mind, we were also told, this is from the federal government, three days ago, they're going to attack our elections, which they've always done that, just not the national. They're going to go into the locals. They encouraged us to talk to our local election officials and be prepared as much as they can for cyber attacks. Even local, you have to be prepared. Okay, now I don't see why that should be a concern. I mean, after all, it's not like our voting machines are connected to the Internet, right, Kim Hammer? So they couldn't actually be hacked by outside forces, right, John Thurston? Tim Griffin? 
Governor Sanders? Uh, anybody? We've been told that, again, they're coming here to do harm to us. And even in Ohio or in the United States, we're not going to be able to call and ask for help from the federal government. They're going to be busy. The military's not coming. The National Guard, when 9-11 hit, it was all the police and the fire. And they were in total, total organized chaos. The military had to stop us. Okay, now I had to listen to that last sentence over and over again to try to figure out what the sheriff was saying there. Apparently, he said, the military had the skies. So in other words, what that meant was that on September 11, 2001, the jihadists hijacked planes and attacked us from the air. So the military was focused on the skies. So they can't be everywhere all the time. But unfortunately, neither can law enforcement. So more on that in a moment. If you don't believe what I'm telling you, that's okay. You can do what the Israeli citizens done. You can build a little safe house in your basement. And good luck. Good luck indeed. Now for some reason, instead of carrying weapons, the Israelis built safe rooms which did not keep them safe. What were they thinking? Many of them were murdered. The best way to keep from being killed by an active shooter is to shoot him first. Whether it's just one or whether it's a group of Hamas jihadists and so-called innocent Palestinian civilians with him. Okay, now this last audio clip is very troubling. And you're probably not going to know why until after I play it. But I'm certainly going to tell you why. We've got rifles in every police vehicle we have. We have what we call a go bag. We have extra magazines. And we're going to start training civilians. We've offered classes to train civilians. And we're going to start training civilians on what to do when disasters hit and emergencies hit. Naturally, we can't train the whole country. We can't train the whole county. We put this up online yesterday. It's full. We can do like 30 people at a time. We're trying to get it. And the organization that is doing that is Texas A&M. They're coming here. The federal government's paying for it. They're going to train. 30 civilians on what to do when disaster city. 30 out of 400,000 people is not much. So we're trying to get more classes. Okay. Here's the problem. Texas A&M uses a program called Avoid, Deny, Defend, which originated at Texas State University over 20 years ago. Now, I know about this program because a friend of mine told me last fall that an FBI agent was going to hold a workshop on this avoid, deny, and defend program at her church. So she Googled the words avoid, deny, defend and found the videos online that Texas State University uses. And let me tell you how ridiculous this program is, and I guarantee you, Sheriff Jones of Butler County, Ohio, has no idea. Unfortunately, he assumes that because FBI Director Christopher Wray is warning about an impending catastrophe, the same FBI director 
is going to shoot straight with him and give him good info to get his people ready. I wish that were the case. Anyway, in a moment, I'm going to tell you why this program that the FBI is recommending for civilians is so toxic, is so dangerous, is going to get people killed. And then after that, our Red River Auto tweet of the day of what the FBI and the DOJ are doing to an innocent journalist right now. That's all coming up on the Doc Washburn Show. Mike Lindell says because of your amazing support for MyPillow 2.0, he's expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. So he's clearing out his percale bedsheets by giving them to you at closeout prices. King size percale bedsheets, only $39 a set. Queen size, only $35 a set. Full size, $29 and twin size, just $25. Use promo code DWS to take advantage of this once in a lifetime offer. Right now, Mike's biggest My Slippers closeout sale ever is on. Get Mike's all season My Slippers and Sandals at clearance prices. Mike's all season Moccasin Slippers are just $25. Mike's My Slipper Sandals are just $19.50. They're both made with Mike's patented impact gel that absorbs and relieves pressure so you can comfortably wear them all day long. Just use promo code DWS for huge discounts. Remember, DWS stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com. Quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. You know, the great Ronald Reagan once said, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. They don't tend to depreciate over the long haul. And last but not least, number five, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. Andrew Sorcini with Beverly Hills Precious Metals has been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Beverly Hills Precious Metals brings precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. Mike Flynn told us about them, and they are our gold buyer of choice. To find out more, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Make sure you ask about the general Mike Flynn silver coin and tell them Doc Washburn sent you. Beverly Hills Precious Metals helps folks protect their finances, wealth, and investments. Hey, let me ask you something. Why continue shopping big box stores if you can get the items you need from a family-owned company? Now you can get around this crazy inflation by shopping factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Americans are walking away from the big box conglomerates and deciding to buy only USA. Join with fellow patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. These products include fresh American-raised beef, raised in the Montana mountains near Yellowstone. This beef is known as Never Ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics, hormones, or vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. 
Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Email us at buyonlyusa at proton.me, and I'll have one of my guys contact you. Buyonlyusa at proton.me. All right. So we've got, um, we got Sheriff Jones, Butler County, Ohio, very concerned because FBI Director Christopher Wray told the National Association of Sheriffs the same thing that he told the National Association of Police Chiefs a few months earlier. More red flags now than before September 11, 2001. It's not a matter of if we get hit, but when we get hit. So the sheriff said, look, we can't train all that many people, only 30 people at once. But the feds are paying for us to train civilians with this program from Texas A&M. And, of course, I double-checked. Texas A&M is using the Avoid, Deny, Defend program that was developed at Texas State University over 20 years ago. So what's the problem with this program? Well, when you go on Texas State's Avoid, Deny, Defend website, the very first video is a demonstration what the government wants you to do in the case of an active shooter. And the video has a dramatization of a guy walking into a store that looks exactly like a Walmart, same colors and everything, everything except the Walmart sign, and the guy's walking in with what looks like a rifle bag. So he gets into an aisle, kneels down, unzips the bag, takes out the contents, and sure enough, he begins assembling a rifle. Now, a young store employee is standing just a few feet away, takes in what the guy is doing. He's horrified because obviously there's no good reason for a guy to walk into a Walmart and start assembling a rifle. So what does the young man do? Tackle the guy before he can assemble the rifle and yell for help, thereby saving countless innocent lives? No, no, no. The young man runs away and doesn't tell anyone, thereby giving the would-be shooter precious time to do whatever he wants to do. And the folks who run Texas State University's Avoid, Deny, and Defend program, the folks who produce the video, Tell us that this young man did the right thing. Don't try to stop the guy from putting the rifle together. Don't yell for help. Don't say he's got a gun. Just run away. So, of course, the feds will give local municipalities money to try to brainwash people, including concealed carry people, people who otherwise might want to actually stop the shooter and save lives. So let's delve a little bit further. What exactly does avoid, deny, delay mean? Here's the explanation from the Texas State website. And this is their words, not mine. Avoid starts with your state of mind. Pay attention to your surroundings. Have an exit plan. 
move away from the source of the threat as quickly as possible. They don't say, and hope he doesn't shoot you in the back. The more distance and barriers between you and the threat, the better. Deny when getting away is difficult or maybe impossible. Keep distance between you and the source. Create barriers to prevent or slow down a threat from getting to you. Turn the lights off. Remain out of sight and quiet by hiding behind large objects and silence your phone. Defend because you have the right to protect yourself. If you cannot avoid or deny, be prepared to defend yourself. Be aggressive and committed to your actions. Do not fight fairly. This is about survival. And that's all it says. But here's the thing. When they say you have the right to defend yourself, they absolutely, positively, do not want you to use a gun to defend yourself and others. Now, I know that because I went to the avoid, deny, delay presentation that the FBI agent did at my friend's church. And at the end of her 90-minute presentation, I asked her point blank why she did not once mention the possibility of just shooting the active shooter to neutralize the threat. She strongly discouraged doing that and said that armed civilians only stop active shooters about 7% of the time. That's a flat-out lie, and it's easy to prove it's a lie. I don't care if you use Google, Bing, DuckDuckGo. It's easy to find articles showing the FBI has been deliberately undercounting, underestimating, even denigrating the instances of concealed carry folks stopping active shooters by shooting them. Or better yet, just go to Gun Owners of America's website or NRA's website. Better yet, talk to my buddy Ed Monk, M-O-N-K, of Last Resort Firearms Training. He does seminars on how to stop active shooters all over the country. And let me tell you something. You can't stop them by running away from them. You might get shot in the back, though. Yeah, the idea, just uh, just uh, try not to get shot and wait for the cops. They're trying to get us killed. All right? Now, why do you think that is? I'll leave you to your own devices. Try to answer that question. Time now for the Red River Auto Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA. Red River Auto, where you can buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to online at redriverauto.com and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. And today's tweet of the day is a thread of tweets from independent journalist Steve Baker. Well, he was independent journalist, but he was hired on a few months ago by The Blaze. Glenn Beck's outfit, he's been an investigative reporter for quite some time, and he was at the Capitol on January 6th. Now, never forget our friend Free State Will 
over there on Twitter reminds us. The Associated Press and other news agencies had journalists right on the front lines of January 6th. A lot of them went in the Capitol, yet the corrupt and weaponized DOJ is choosing to selectively prosecute conservative journalists like Steve Baker while giving others a pass. Now, here's what Steve Baker is saying. Breaking. This time it's really happening. Unlike the two previous threats my attorneys received from the FBI and the Justice Department, November 21st and December 23rd, my self-surrender for alleged January 6th crimes is set for this Friday morning in Dallas, Texas. There is now a signed arrest warrant. He says, I must turn myself in to the FBI at 7 a.m. Friday. And then the FBI or U.S. Marshals will transport me to the Dallas courthouse where I can meet my attorney at 9.30 a.m. I then schedule for a 10 a.m. hearing before the magistrate. The prosecutor informed my attorney that I am to arrive at the FBI field office wearing shorts and sandals. They didn't have to go this route. As we've been told that my charges are nonviolent misdemeanors. My attorneys have also been assured by the government that this will be an in-and-out affair and that they have no intention of detaining me. But rather than issuing a simple order to appear, they seem to feel the need to give me a dose of the personal humiliation treatment. We do not yet know the specific charges. Technically, they are still under seal until the warrant is served. All else is as yet unknown. By this weekend, I will officially be a misdemeanor domestic journo terrorist, something like that. And so it begins. I will not be taking questions here until after Friday. You can DM me for media appearance requests. But for legal questions and clarifications, please reach out to one of my attorneys. And he has the links to his attorneys. James Lee Bright Law, uh, Bill Shipley, who goes as uh, Shipwreck Crew on Twitter, uh, former Feds, Ed Tarpley, and last but not least, uh, Matthew Serradini. So this is outrageous. Like I said, doesn't matter how much you hate Department of Justice or the FBI. You don't hate them enough. They're arresting a guy who's an investigative reporter for the blaze. Know what I'm saying? It, it, is, it is absolutely outrageous. There's no excuse for it. And by the way, Friday morning, March 1st, 7 a.m., it's going to be 39 degrees in Dallas and he's supposed to show up in shorts and sandals. So that right there is abuse under the color of law. And I guarantee you that's against the law. But do you think anybody's going to be prosecuted for that? This is an outrage, and we will continue to report on this for you. That's uh, today's Tweet of the Day brought to you by Red River Auto. Big old car dealership in the middle of the USA where you can 
by the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Okay, you've been listening to episode 428 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. And that's the way it is Thursday, February 29th, 2024.